0: Mike, mic check. Can you talk to that one? As Testing. Well? Testing. Okay, Testing one two. So we got a little okay. Um, put my so this is the
1: way I remediate
0: this
1: situation. Uh, okay, got it. Oh, because so it'll give feedback some feedback. I, I to to us, I would yeah, because no. Usually, what you can do is you can record it like this, and then and in the end, there's I don't know if this program has. Oh, audacity. Yeah, so it probably has normalize. So just. Makes everything the
0: same. Yeah. So Anyways, anyway, my friend, you can't you <laughs> can't have your foot sorry to bother you that like Um Yeah, so I'm probably a little closer than you to the microphone. Testing, testing one, two, three. No, there, there's no need to you test. We're good. We're good. Oh. We're yeah, I'm seeing the can you see that can yeah, you yeah, see yeah. the wave, so um uh, no problems at all. Cool. And yeah, just start, like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Just start eating your dinner. This is your last State meal. State your right. name yeah. and your age. No, no, no. It's your, your last words. Not taking the truth out. It's not a confession. Yeah, session. <laughs>
1: no. yeah no worries. Uh, yeah, so uh, here with Majid, my name's Kyle Dibbon. <laughs> Buddy's hanging out in uh, Etobicoke right now and they're in, uh, in the city. Well, we're a bit outside of the city now. It's a city outside the city here. Basically. it's
0: a beautiful i don't care where it is it's a great view man <laughs> yeah well the funny thing about I'm this hooked.
1: area is that uh when you when you come down park lawn road there's a uh, mural when you come off the gardener yeah. you're coming down park lawn and it says the seahorse motel that's because the seahorse so here before these condos were built this was like the hourly motels on the water quote unquote and there'd be there'd be some people hanging out at the hotels to meet some men Essentially, some, it was a pretty, pretty seedy area here. It Want well, to meet
0: some men? I'm having out. sorry, I'm...
1: The women were there to meet some men. <laughs> is
0: that true? It's the opposite of what we were talking about in Amsterdam, so men here are the objects.
1: No, 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 no. So they would have, they would, okay, so they would have women here that would be at the hotels, the sketchy motels here. Yeah. they have hourly rates so the men would come to meet. oh okay
0: yeah. So, so yeah the women are still <laughs> same story but the men okay got it got it, got it. sorry yeah. i'm a little slow but it,
1: it, yeah no it's not it's not like uh where they have like women in windows like Amsterdam, down like we talked about which is bonkers weird um but, again, they, they have that mural here just to keep, I guess, pay homage to the history of this area. I don't know. But now it's all condos and it's considered oh, that's a, a proud
0: part of the history of the city? Let's take uh, pride this in This area, it.
1: Park Launa Road, man. Yeah, if you ask anybody that grew up in Toronto, they'll say, like, oh, that area. Yeah. Oh, you
0: know what there. I like to do t- talking about history of these little pockets of the city? I like to find people to take me through what's happened and how they, these things have been developed. I know there's, like – it only goes back like 150 years. Like how – well, No toronto like how old is it like it's a most stuff is just basically new less than 30 years ago right
1: ah yeah fair well most of it's been yeah yeah it's been fairly developed over the past but i see these like
0: names on, on the map on google map and i go like East St. Clair, a little mm. south of that, like Little Italy. I'm like, why do they call it Little Italy? Are there... Are there well,
1: a lot of that's usually related to, like, the... Pop they're actually of, legit mafia
0: over there, because I like to <laughs> <and> <laughs> dig Vaughan, around that. In Vaughan
1: and Hamilton, I, that's the rumor, that those areas have a lot of Italian mafia or something like that, that's, like, the crime group you want to avoid
0: Hamilton is boring like I've, I've never been but it's I have friends board. who live yeah <laughs> my friends are studying there and they're like this is just it's like, as small as a city can be like it's not even a city, small town yeah nothing why would the Italian mafia move there because are they on that's
1: probably a part of their business are they on
0: limb I don't know Maybe. Uh, running away from cops i
1: I, that's one thing i cannot answer for you sir (laughs) i'm unfortunately not i I don't have enough connections to the mafia uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh no they um when i meet people from hamilton they seem to be pretty chill and stuff like it's just it's a you know slower mentality because it's not as big of a city but it's an old city so i remember my first impression when i drove through the, the the core of the downtown there was like it was raining and the okay. first thing I thought was uh, Gotham City, Just basically. On, a little closer to her. There you go. Oh, yeah, Got to screw uh... loose here. Um, yeah, no, it, it it was kind of like a dark, dreary old city look to it. And the first thing I said was like, "Batman, looks like Gotham City here." And they actually film um, what's the show Titans on Netflix. Yeah, it's like a it's a Gotham Batman yeah. verse series, and they they do film that in Hamilton most of that. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, so they basically have fake New York in Toronto, fake Gotham City, uh, you know, like Shazam, that movie was filmed. You'll see, like, I'll watch the movies now and be like, oh, there's The Gardener. You know, that's definitely not New York. I mean, <laughs> anybody from New York can identify that it's not New York City.
0: It's just, be, it will get there. I don't hate on Toronto for not being New York. Obviously, New York is a giant. It's just...
1: I think that's a, that would be a that's, bad thing that's one of a if kind. it got like that. If you talk to people from New York City... Um, the first time, I, I went to New York City a few times for work. And, you know, that, that was my first big trip out of Nova Scotia, which is, again, we have a small mentality there. Uh, You know, a small town. And then you go to a place like that. I was, you know, Mr. Like, oh, geez, it sure is great to be in a big city like this. Oh, like I'm honored to be here. And the um, guy, first thing the guy says, assholes
0: know nothing about the rest of the world, uh, just care about themselves. Oh, well, God. the first thing the
1: guy said to me was like, so why? Douchey. He said, why? Why do you th- why do you think it's cool to be here? I was like, well, it's a big city, and it was in movies and stuff, right? And he's like, yeah, why? But it's dirty here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's you know, grimy as hell.
1: You look around, and he's right. There's like, well, I guess they had to pay for trash pickup. So often at certain times of the week or the month, you'll see huge mounds of garbage just on the side of the street and obviously the super rats they have there. Um, but, I mean, Midtown is nice where Times Square is. Um, but that's a touristy area. It's like anywhere you go, if it's a touristy area, it's generally well maintained. Anywhere in
0: the world, just like in Pakistan. I mean, I don't want to be the same. But in my country, in yeah. Iran, like there are spots that are tourist and kept clean just for the optics. But yeah. I mean, not everywhere in New York is obviously Fifth Avenue. It's
1: well. Speaking of New York, uh, Saudi apparently has a, a copy of New Times Square there, like a carbon copy of Times Square that they have created. In inside. Saudi Arabia? Yeah. If you look it up there, and I've seen videos of it, and it looks exactly the same. But it, obviously the surrounding city isn't there, but they create like the shell of Times Square there. I don't know why. But, but they're
0: obsessed. I mean, even Dubai, they're obsessed with Western Vegas, architecture. Like the fountain. big, huge, everything big, everything huge, everything just absolutely grandi- grandiose.
1: Well, I find a lot of the... Uh, You know, uh, Arabic countries tend to be quite intense in producing modern looking cities now, like uh, even in Egypt, where I just was, they have you go to Cairo, it's an old city and it looks like an old city. But if you go to um, the new capital city, which is literally called the new capital city, it's a Dubai kind of look like they're building these new modern structures that look really attractive and stuff and it looks new and shiny. Right. So that's that seems to be the trend out there versus here. Our infrastructure takes forever to actually build something. Um, You know, like where I am, we're looking out of my window here and we can see where the Mr. Christie factory used to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's still a water tower there from Mm -hmm. that. But, you know, there's a plot there planned that they're going to build, I don't know, 15 condos somehow in that small plot of land that are all like 70, 80 stories tall. But it, I won't see that for probably five, ten years.
0: Which is good. You would still have the view, this beautiful view. You do not want to rush to this. Soon I'll
1: be looking into somebody's window, (laughs) basically. You know, like, oh, gosh. Speaking of that, that's the funny thing about living in these high rises. Some people don't know what curtains are.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) A whole lot of them.
1: You're like, oh, that person's walking around naked. Lovely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I have this friend. I'm usually, like, mostly single people. Mm-hmm. Not not a family like person. But like I have this friend who goes to UFT and <laughs> he doesn't have any curtains. He's so exposed, his whole livelihood yep. is so obvious to the neighbors in the adjacent buildings. And he had his brother, um, who has like he's a married guy, he's got a kid and, and wife and they were moving to Toronto for the first time looking for a place and obviously you need a you need a temporary spot to stay until you find your you know your house or whatever you want to move to settle right and so they were counting on this guy and this guy couldn't find him <laughs> how hard is it to put up a curtain and the family is a little religious so they're traditional the wife doesn't want it to be seen without right. like cover headscarf and hijab in the right. place so yeah i was like such a stupid problem man <laughs> just why do you get curtains you don't want to so, i mean some how these expensive condo is owners
1: that? are so bloody cheap like um it? Um, just go
0: to Walmart, buy some like pasties or something. You just put it slap it. You to can the see rando. some jerry
1: rigged curtains in some places where it's like barely hanging onto the walls, but it's covering their giant windows. Like here's not bad for like we have big windows and stuff, but in Vaughn there there's some buildings they're building that is nothing but windows. Mm. Right? So like if you move in and you don't have them, like you're not gonna be sleeping past six AM because the sun's gonna be blinding you. Not to mention the bloody heat in the summer, you know, uh, it gets hot, but I mean, it's all perspective, I guess. If you come to some places, you know, like I was telling you, I was in Kuwait, that place is like a furnace, you know, when you walk it, when you walk outside, they actually have, I have a picture on my Instagram. I think you might've seen it, uh, when I was in Kuwait. So there was a mall I was in. I think, yeah, I remember a mall. (laughs) Yeah. So it's basically, so the guy that I'm was with our partner showed me around and he took me out the first night we arrived to, you know get some food and they have everything from western countries we went to a cheesecake factory um which was okay <laughs> you know um it's just like here it was all right but uh here i'll show you that so you can see you saw that picture there oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember this one so that's basically a street and you encased right so there's a big glass ceiling on top of it Whoa. And, and he, he, cause he brought me in there and they have fake trees in there and stuff because it's so hot. You can't exercise outside. You can't go jogging. Cause you're going to get a heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. You'll die. <laughs> well, in the winter, it's not too bad. Uh, but you know, any other time of year, it's just like you, you will have heat, heat stroke. Um, unless you're some superhuman that maybe grew up there your whole life and you're adapted to it, which I don't think anybody yeah, could know. do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're pretty close to Iran there. Iran gets that hot, I assume? Or? Parts of it, yeah. Like, yeah. south
0: Iran, closer to the Gulf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got gone. We got, like, Quiche Island. Obviously, it's in the middle of the sea, and it's pretty hot, especially during the summer. It goes up to 50 degrees and as high as, yeah, 50 Celsius in the summer. Yeah. I was. Some of my classmates at university were from Ahwaz, which is, like, where... Iraqis attacked first, mm. and at, in, in the war like 30 years ago, the war we had with Iraq. Mm. So yeah, that place is hot. But we, on the on the other side, we have like a place like Tabriz. It's another province. It's next to Azerbaijan and Turkey. It used to be like a neighboring to Soviet Union. Mm. So that that place is cold. It's really, and they have some hard people. I mean, they have hard people even in the south too, but. The, the South is in the part thing gets yeah. the most hot, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, well cuz that's Iran cool. is like is a weird place cuz there's a streak of um forest green close to Caspian Sea, you know where that is? Like north sort of, of Iran yeah, is like is shared among Iran and, and Russia and a bunch of like I don't know other like Kazakhstan was there too. I don't remember. I'm not really good at geography. But <laughs>
1: It's okay. I just I just remember so, places yeah, that I've been. So
0: yeah, I wish you had a map with me here, but <laughs> Uh, so there's that streak of forest it's green and there there's a place that's as cold as Azerbaijan, like it's always snow not always, but for the most part it's like snowing mm. and it's like crazy cold, mountainous. That's pretty wild to think yeah. and then there is there. like and then there is um desert, absolutely like Sahara type desert and hmm. sort of mid western part of the country. And the country is as small as even smaller than Ontario. Iran is? Yeah. Like really? Really small yeah, smaller okay. than Ontario like. Ontario. You know Saudi Arabia is a small too like probably the same size as Saudi Arabia, a little smaller, I don't know.
1: Well, I, I get always get confused cuz the maps are so distorted, right? It's like you know Europe is really tiny. All of Europe in comparison oh, yeah, 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 to, that, yeah. like Africa. Uh and then that's why when I'm I'm planning trips for work, uh my and like we're talking okay, I'm, I'm I'll be here so maybe I can go there, meet this customer there, and once I start talking about Africa, he's like you do realize how far that is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, because the map's distorted, right? So I'm like, it just it looks like it's from this point to this point. Look up the kilometers. It's like, oh, holy crap, that is a long distance. Uh, you know, you can pretty much, I think you can fit, like, all of USA in, like, the top left corner of Africa, basically, um, if I'm not mistaken. But it's definitely, like, oh, a significant holy. difference of the picture we look at on the map versus the actual kilometers in size. That's why, you know, I guess it's, it's kind of like the Western influence on the map, basically mm-hmm. trying to look stronger by being like, Oh, we're the big, big one. You know, Canada's huge.
0: Canada's huge. But Canada. Africa's
1: bigger, much bigger yeah. The continent itself. Um, and you know, there's, there's many more people. I mean, like, so let's think we have 36, 35 million in the whole country here. And Cairo City in general has 20 million in just the city, right?
0: Wow. That's almost the same as Tehran. Is it? That's crowded as hell, man. Traffic 24 7.
1: Yeah. So that's why. And there's
0: great infrastructure. Tehran has been, I mean, good city architecture. I mean, I know the whole country is considered third world country, but a lot of money is spent in a capital.
1: Yeah, but well, still. the thing is, like, I so I think I don't know how how it works with the structure I ran. So, but I think like a lot of these in Egypt, I'm learning now that the military basically funds most infrastructure projects and, and dictates where the budgets go for these things. So
0: pretty much the same. I feel same. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it. I don't see any reason why we, we would not that be the case.
1: No, I I mean, yeah, it makes sense to me. And um, what is it? Um, they. So what they're doing now, I'm learning, because so we're talking about doing some digital radio there that they're looking into. Every, everywhere in the world starting to convert to digital. Um, and the interesting thing, so like in Canada here, you'll you'll probably notice in my car we have like HD radio, yeah, uh, which is fairly common in most car receivers now. But it took time to get there, mm. uh, where you basically have you know analog radio sounds pretty good. HD radio is not high definition, it's hybrid digital, mm-hmm. uh, which means that you can get the regular FM signal and then it will, it's hybrid. So it'll run analog and digital at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you can get text information, album art, station logo, things like that. And that's one version of digital radio. The other versions are DAB, which is more common in Europe, uh, and DRM. And DRM tends to be a solution that's focusing on solutions that target like, uh, impoverished places. Mm-hmm. So you can basically, um, you can download documents from your radio. Um, so places where, you know, and it, it's sad to think about, but there are places in the world, lots of them where people don't have internet, they don't have power. Uh, yeah. so, so they get these, you know, sites where they can charge a little receiver or get a little bit of power and you can broadcast like, uh, multiple data services over radio so mm-hmm. you can basically have like a quiz uh, they'll, they'll listen to the audio service to mm-hmm. get the education for the program and they'll say tune in to, to channel 3 right and basically what they sorry. will do is yeah no
0: worries uh oops because yeah, the problem with this mic is uh, it like <laughs> um yeah. not this the stand I'm actually changing my mic you could pull it out of the stand yeah. but.
1: if I'm not making noise mm-hmm. sorry everybody. that's alright who cares um, um Oh, geez, I'm Destroying the place. Because um, <laughs> no, Because I was gonna say um, probably easier just to do this. Um, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, oh, no, yeah. So ba- basically, the the cool thing with the DRM is it's it's. Um, and we're starting to promote promote this in a lot of you know uh, countries that need education for these communities. Is they'll, they'll tune in, they'll hear the audio service, which is the lecture, um, and then they can tune into channel three or whatever is the data service. Download the quiz and say, tune in tomorrow for the answers. So, the next document they would get the next day would be the answers to your test. Right. It's pretty. That's a.
0: Uh, yeah. It's. Okay. Interesting.
1: It's all over radio now. Right. So, it's. And and that's the thing is like, it's funny when I, in my career, when I talk to people like, oh, I work in radio and people always, oh, that's still a business. Right. They'll say, oh, of course oh, it is. Yeah. Well, but, but North America view is. They promote the, the service providers for your, your data have done well to promote you using your data, right, for streaming and things like that because we like convenience here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, analog radio is fairly standard. You can tune in, listen to some music. Ah, I don't like that song. I'm going to go onto my Spotify or Apple Music, listen to whatever I want problem is especially in canada data is very expensive and i don't think it's going to get any cheaper or free ever um so the good thing with radio is local information right so whenever a tragedy strikes so for example in nova scotia they just had the hurricane mm-hmm. right and even you know one of our they, they, you have family there are they okay yeah they're all good um thanks for asking <laughs> uh hurricanes aren't uncommon in nova scotia that's a part of being a coastal province but uh basically it came through and hit the northern portions of nova scotia like cape breton uh and then went up to newfoundland they got hammered pretty bad Oh no! Um, so that's the downside of living on a coastal area and on the edge of water because we all like to live on the water when these storms come through well you saw houses get eroded and washed away basically right. which is you know pretty sad for people but in that time when these tragedies strike you know, often you'll see cell, town, cell phone towers go down. Um, you can't get access What what's going on, right? So people tune into radio. Yeah. They have generators at the site. Uh, you can have like a tabletop battery-powered radio and you can still get that information. Um, so that's always going to be the value of radio. And the cool thing is with this digital radio is, is you're getting even more targeted um, community data like the education, uh, things like that. So that's that's a, a pretty cool thing that that you know is the future of what we're doing, and especially in like Africa. And I don't think so, so much the Middle East, um, but you know, Southern African places, maybe Zimbabwe, South Africa, maybe even Egypt, because um, that's a that's a place where um, they have to reach a lot of communities out there as they expand into the desert, basically, because they're so crowded that it, they just can't handle more people coming into these cities. The infrastructure can't handle it. So they have to basically irrigate the Nile into the desert and create a habitable area.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Wow. Which is uh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So your your trip to Egypt, your recent trip to Egypt, your visit was centered around this, just expanding.
1: Well, yeah, it was it was more or less um
0: can you discuss what were you actually what entails doing business over there?
1: Yeah, no, I can I can talk about some of that. Um basically in my industry it's um like I had the territory of Africa and the Middle East. Um, and a lot of that is you know, getting to you know the lay of the land, their goals for their future of their their infrastructure. Um, so that was more so my, my goal is to meet with the ministry there and 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 see what their future is like, uh, their goals are and how we can be a part of that and help them so, succeed. So so they approach you first. They approach your No, I approach them. <laughs> oh, you approach them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like we, we, we have d- this service you might benefit from and then
1: Yeah. So more more or less it's it's we have a solution. Um, and you have to go to them and say, you know, why would you pick us over somebody else? Right, and um, often in our industry, you know, we have a pretty secure company that has provided good services for quite a long time mm-hmm. uh, and, and stick around. Right, so uh, there's a lot of cheaper options for what we sell, uh, but often you'll hear about these companies that disappear. Like uh, Italy's, a, Italy's a notorious place to have these companies pop up, sell equipment. Uh, maybe a venture capitalist owns them or something Uh, and the upfront cost is great, but you know, in broadcast, for example, you're, you're going to be broadcasting for, you know, a long time. You intend to buy Mm -hmm. something and use it for 20, 30 years. So, you know, that's a lot of the things that we talk about is that we've had a long uh, standing relationship with our customers. um, And when they call us in 20 years and say, Hey, this broke help, uh, we'll, we'll be able to, to service them. Um, when I was in Kuwait, they took me to a site there, there was a transmitter that was from 1993, the manual said, uh, and they said that we're still using it. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to make anybody feel old, but I, I was three years old when you bought that, you know, so that's, that's a pretty good thing. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, trying to figure out, what their goals are and and how we can fit that and be a good solution and a good partner for them. Um, so, you know, I, I find it a very interesting thing may not happen. Who knows? You know, it, it all depends on what their decision is and what fits best. But, uh, either way for me, it's, it's kind of exciting to explore it and see if it's a potential opportunity. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Like when you're doing broadcast projects, it's pretty cool to, um, like see it unfold and see how it affects. Cause radio is a really interesting, interesting thing, and it, it it's a huge thing that affects communities. We don't see it as much here in North America because we're more focused on uh, streaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you go to these communities where radio is a bigger thing, especially when you you deal with the education and whatnot, you'll you know go see you know these areas where someone's living in crappy conditions and had no access to education. Now they do. Uh, and that and that changes their lives so that's that's pretty neat um, to actually be a part of that Um, I've spoken many times to some people that we deal with in like southern Africa and they tell me about some of these conditions these people live in And I'm like oh god if I go there like I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna handle it well like I'm very spoiled where I live I'm very like talk about privilege I, I strongly believe in economic privilege and like locational privilege Things like that, yeah. Uh, and I have that big time here. Um, I'm, I live a very comfortable life here. And then you see people that just have no way out. They live in terrible conditions. Like I'm, I'm gonna be probably a mess if I if I actually go to one of these places. Well, you
0: get you're you have you used you're used to these. Uh, you're used to your environment right now, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. I
1: don't know why we're low on battery. I
0: thought we had it plugged in. Let me <laughs> for a
1: sec. Technical difficulties, man. <laughs> no worries i uh, try the other plug. Oh, that's the one that has a light switch control. That's one I use for my Christmas tree. Sorry, I should have known that. No,
0: okay. so are we charging? No, not charging yet.
1: Let's... Here, one moment. I got you. No, no, the light switch is on.
0: so it should be working. <laughs> is it maybe this guy? No. We are. Oh, yeah, there's a disconnect here. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: we gotta get you a new power supply um, if uh, people listening could see the condition of this guy's power supply I can see the capacitors (laughs) and the heat sink we we need to get Majid a new power supply oh I just saw I plugged in it says oh my goodness
0: Yeah, played a little too much around this Okay.
1: uh, oh this is wild
0: this is insane do you think do you have a laptop charger that I think would fit Depends
1: on the voltage. Huh? Oh
0: no! I can't believe this happened.
1: Plugged in, charging. You got it. Don't move anything.
0: I can't sit like this for
1: okay. Is that like a loose wire? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, but I want to say I don't care. I don't care. There you go. We got an electronics technician here. I should yeah. just resolder that for you and, no, that's and wrap all right. it up.
0: That's all right. Hopefully because i've been trying to talk um talk with you how long is it like you were since you were in egypt i saw this oh, photos it's been a was, few
1: weeks for sure yeah yeah i've been on the go quite a bit yeah
0: but yeah hopefully no we'll be good i don't have <laughs> any other job than just hold on to this
1: <laughs> capacitor right
0: even if i get electrocuted i don't care because i spend, that's just
1: dc volts I, you're I, fine yes, no yeah yeah if you were holding the other side i'd be concerned no that actually happened one time Very I, good. Was
0: in- I need to get rid of yeah I gotta get a new laptop it's, the problem is the companies I work for so everybody they, they supply their own for their employees they supply their own laptop and all the gear and everything so it makes you lazy you don't get any new gear for yourself because anyway, I do all my stuff on that like MacBook that they gave me.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mac yeah. MacBooks seem to be the way to go.
0: And I should have brought that one over here. I don't know why I didn't, but maybe next time. Yeah. From yeah, hopefully my nobody from my co- company is listening to this. <laughs> I don't think they would care, but it's just like they are listening you... to
1: everything, man. Big Brother's watching you.
0: No, we're not Big Brother. It's a small startup. Big Brother <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I kind of worry about that. Sometimes the IT guys they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, we're we're installing this new thing on your laptop for work it's a secure thing like they have this thing that like they can just brick my stuff if someone steals it so uh, yeah you know just yeah it'll just be like one button and if someone tries to use it it's it's junk it's a dead box basically
0: where you're a sensitive line of i mean you you travel all around the place and
1: I there might to, be
0: um, some people that take advantage like nefarious force right? because i never Canadian, was concerned of term. that
1: to be honest like I, i'm glad that they're secure and stuff because if anything ever happened Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of stuff based on projects that i work on that would you know there's some sensitive stuff that could be there possibly and uh, what is it um it's nice that there's that layer of protection let's put it that way Mm because i would be losing my crap if you know my someone stole my laptop and took off with it and i was like oh my, my work is going to kill me But then, you know, like, what are they going to do with it? Are they going to do something nefarious? I don't know. Uh, But they're definitely, our IT guys are on the ball for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, you know, even my phone, you know, even, you know, I use my phone for personal too. I like to call back home when I'm traveling and um, it's something that is nice that, you know, if if something happens again, they could just, oh, my son's not asleep. (laughs) Is he all right? Is that normal? Yeah, it's normal. He he just sits and plays in his room. Okay, good. And, uh. Yeah, no, that, that, he's a good kid for that. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's nice that they can just, again, be like, ah, you know, so find a way to contact them. Hey, someone took my, my stuff. You know, I, I don't foresee that ever happening, but you never know where it, what situation is going to face you in life, especially when you're traveling. I'm very – I never really used hotel safes before, mm-hmm. and I always do now. Mm-hmm. I always put, like, you know, my AirPods, my iPhone, my laptop. If I'm not using it or it's on my person, it's in my safe Um, actually that's one thing that I, I do this thing sometimes when I lose stuff and I, and I freak out, you know, and one of those things I thought it was, was my uh, AirPods. So I, I finally bought AirPods and I love them now for my work and making calls, especially if you're, you're in a crowded place Mm -hmm. and you have to call somebody and it's like an airport and you ever have that when your phone's in your head, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It's just so bloody noisy that isolates all of it. You can even put on the active noise cancellation, but you don't even need that because the, the rubber earbuds so anyways it's a fairly decent uh, investment for sure and uh i was in kuwait and i was like where the heck are my airpods so i kept doing the thing because i and i did finally remembered oh you can actually do find my airpods like find my iphone so i love that oh yeah that's neat and it kept saying it was like in really close to me i was in the hotel room and i was like what the heck but it kind of looked like it was off Near the water, and I went to the pool at the hotel, and I was like, "Oh crap! Maybe I left them there. Maybe someone." And they kept kind of moving, but a slight amount, kind of like a GPS glitch, because it's so not that specific. And so I thought somebody was walking around with it. So I kept walking to the pool deck, trying to look for it. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Try to get, try to get doing. uh, You have, uh, you can get it to play a sound. Right. And I kept barely hearing the sound. it was like, "Maybe it's outside somewhere in the bushes. I don't know." And uh, so I must have went to the pool and back. 15 times and even there like they, they watch you like a hawk at these hotels in Kuwait they're like like, like you're going to do something bad or something they're like what's your room number are you actually a guest here and stuff so I guess it's secure so that's good but uh, <laughs> I finally figured it I kept thinking, I was like why is it only working in my hotel room so it must be in my room but I can barely hear the sound and it takes forever for it to connect it right. was in the friggin safe so there was oh. just barely enough of a connection that it would turn on the sound for a second and then i opened it and i was like oh you you idiots wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what are you doing but uh, yeah it took me a good hour or so it was
0: so safe you couldn't even find it
1: yeah Jesus. well i, I was kind of pissed at that point because there's a tim hortons there next to my hotel in kuwait <laughs>
0: oh yeah i saw you holding a cup of tim hortons i'm like wow that's progressive yeah huh?
1: they, i guess yeah. they have like five or six locations in, in kuwait now mm-hmm. and uh I was like, of course I have to go see that. Some Canadian. No Starbucks?
0: Sure. Just Tim Hortons?
1: No, they have Starbucks. They're really big. They just on don't
0: c- prefer. <laughs>
1: coffee shops are f- really big there because you can't drink there. Um, I'm sure some people find a way to, but it's. Kuwait.
0: It's, so did you get any Turkish, like no Arabic coffee? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah.
1: We, we went to a Lebanese restaurant and uh, they gave me the, well, I don't know if it's specifically Lebanese coffee. They said it was an Arabic coffee and it was one that they just, they, they re- uh, bl- uh brew it over and over again so it tastes very acidic if you know what mm, i mean with that coffee yeah. is it's very thick mm-hmm. um so that's very popular and they always have arab uh turkish coffee which mm. i like a lot turkish coffees. does
0: that does the arabic coffee make you more jittery than yes. normal yeah strong
1: right because it's strong as so pedal. thick yeah. it's the strongest coffee i've ever had in my life yeah it's uh yeah it's thick. <laughs> yeah
0: you're dealing with some serious stuff over there. You need a strong coffee. Yeah, you need to stay awake.
1: I'm just amazed that they're they're not so like bouncing off the walls if they're drinking this all the time. Like everywhere you go, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be like, coffee. Coffee. We want a coffee. You know, yeah. like coming to an office. Want to co- can I get you a coffee? Tea, coffee. Yeah, yeah sure. For
0: us, it's tea. With for them, it's definitely coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tea all over. Coffee, not so much. Uh, Nescafe is nasty, but yeah, no, it's not. Like it's not taken out. We have coffee shops. Serv- they sell all kinds of stuff and adopting some Western recipes, but mostly tea. It's a big thing. Mm. My dad is basically addicted. It's not tea. that much caffeine in it, but somehow you get hooked. I don't know.
1: Yeah, tea is tea is. Uh, I think healthier for you than coffee.
0: I have no idea. Tea. I don't know anything about they'll, these.
1: They'll, they'll say one of the just the fact
0: that it makes my dad to just get up from his place and go to washroom every now and then. That makes me feel good <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> yeah that guy needs to move <laughs> that's still, a good reason he's, yeah. he's still alive still moving <laughs> yeah that's
1: good so yeah you gotta poke him every once in a while yeah you, no you still breathing good good, no. good. yeah um What? Well, i mean that the other thing i noticed in kuwait was um so shisha is obviously very very popular because what else do you do yeah you know um and at least fairly. Public. I mean, I'm
0: sure you can do any. Like I, I told you, for about even my country, Iran, you can do anything. pro basically you want if you have the money and the right connections. Right. The right I don't person, think yeah. I don't. Yeah, it might be a little harder in Kuwait. I've never been. I don't know. I
1: don't. I have, think it is. It was. It was. From what I can see, it's like not even someone come up to you being like, "Hey, you want to?" Hey, Western guy, you want to yeah. beer or something? No, you for know, us, like, I can hook you up. For us, no. that
0: security, that kind of like uh tight security is not yeah it's not that tight basically what I'm trying to say is lax and you can probably just need the right connection that one connection could get you a whole lot of things you got it you find one hookup and you're set yeah Quite, no I don't know
1: I mean I think that's true anywhere in the world you know, when there's rules there's always a black market for something even when COVID hit here in Toronto mm-hmm. there was a black market for haircuts mm-hmm. right really oh yeah there were, there were people that were it was actually the thing about black markets it's it's if if something's like legally sold and not legally sold, it's usually better for the consumer and better for the seller because it's peer to peer. Like uh, there are people that were
0: oh they say that about drug and why uh, a lot of drug and especially in the states yeah is the most progressive of all supposed to be like uh, well, they don't legalize a whole lot of stuff because it's it's. To the disadvantage of drug dealers and, and the mafia and all that. Pretty, yeah. It's probably uh, all interconnected. Yeah, hands behind the curtain, right? Yeah,
1: the criminals run the government. Surprise, yeah, yeah. surprise. <laughs> you know, but um, I remember when I was driving Uber one time, I picked up uh, some girl and um, we started talking about her accent.
0: In, like, in the city, Toronto?
1: In Toronto. And okay. she sounded like she was from New Zealand. I always mix up like South Africa and New Zealand for some reason. And Australia probably. Yeah, it it's it's different, but it's got some similarities. But she was like, Yeah, it's fine, it happens the whole time. But anyways, she was she was from South Africa and she said, Okay, I'm an Uber, what they can do is like she's like, Oh well, I'm I'm going here and right back. So do you want the other ride? Sure, and they'll add like a stop or something. I'm like, right. Of course, you know, more business. And then she's like, All right, I'm I'm just stopping in here to get some weed. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that stuff's legal now. Why don't you just go to a store? She's like, oh, it's it's better stuff and it's cheaper. No,
0: no I don't think that's true.
1: That was her claim. Uh, but then the funny thing she she unveils to me, she said, worst of all, I'm a cop. What? Like, yeah, she was a cop, like a okay. Toronto police officer. Oh, okay. And uh, and so I'm like, my brain's kind of going, okay. When you say something like that, it kind of makes me think, okay, what well, what is this scenario like for me? Is it like a... You know, uh, yeah, trying to test. Am I me. doing like, what? something? Yeah. Are you testing me? Like, am I doing something it's... wrong here? Like, but no, it was fine. She was just being honest. Um, and, but I guess, yeah, even the cops, you know, I guess go go buy some black market weed because they feel it's a better price and I don't support your local drug, local drug dealer. I don't know.
0: I don't think that's true. Like, why would you go to the because it's legalized? Everybody, all that, all the dealers, Every corner, they, now they a have a legal drug. job. It's convenient, there's yeah. less hassle. You don't have to be constantly worried about getting caught or, like, doing some shady business, you can legitimately, and it's, you and have the knowledge. you know, you know
1: stuff assume. isn't mixed in it. You know, that's another thing that would be my concern is, you know, they mix whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: because if if you get it from a illegal drug dealer, it's probably because there's no checks and balances, right? Yeah. You can track down that legal store that you got your weed from, I think. If oh, anything yeah. goes wrong, they're... They're held in charge but
1: yeah it's interesting like i find this is like an interesting experiment sorry but, they're
0: held accountable Did i said that wrong yeah <laughs> i'm still working on my Not
1: tomato tomato um uh, but uh no i find i find the cannabis situation here is an interesting experiment that we're running to do to a degree because like so amsterdam's obviously famous for uh weed uh, being an option there but it's not legal like it is here it's it's actually not legal it's decriminalized there so it's more legal here than it is in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and we stopped into the coffee shops quote-unquote <laughs> um, that they have there and that's where you buy cannabis and they they only have like you know joint the weed to roll or they have some pre-roll joints or they have some like brownies uh, we, we were talking about, like, yeah, you don't have the oil, you don't have any gummies. No, no, nope, that's, it's just strict. They can't do, that's the only things they can do. And you have to have it inside the coffee shop. Obviously some people bend the rules and they walk around where they want and do it. But the general rule of thumb is you have to do it in the coffee, in the cafe, in the coffee shop. Um, but here, it's anywhere.
0: Right.
1: You know? And it is legal and there's more options for it. Um, so I found that interesting. I thought it was going to be, since it had been an option longer, I thought it was going to be more to it, but it was less, you know, in that case. So, and they're actually apparently trying to crack down on it now because they're going the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's not good. I don't think so. I, I mean, I think that, that that stuff's fairly safe. I mean.
0: It's safe and I've benefited from it personally. I felt Yeah. And I've heard a lot of stories anecdotally that,
1: and I, and I don't think one size fits all, but I think generally that is the consensus that that's that's the outcome of it. It's a generally a positive one. It's good that it's, you know, made sure that it's manufactured safely, um, somewhat, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like I, I yourself and I, I have friends and family members that have benefited that have anxiety issues, and it works for them. Me. <laughs> I, I personally don't do quite well with it, mm. you know, like, so it's different for, I think it's it's sort of like anything in life. Some people can't eat peanuts. Some people I know didn't react well to the, uh, the shot there, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think one size fits all, but there's a general consensus. And with cannabis, people don't die from it. Most people benefit from it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Uh,
0: How's a medical marijuana situation over there? Is that legal? Is that? In Amsterdam? Yeah. Is that a common practice?
1: I think so. Okay. yeah i i don't know for sure good. but okay. i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it is especially considering you can go to a coffee shop and get it i think i think that's that's safe to say that it's an option because
0: um, in iran it's not even an option even in medical
1: you probably get in big trouble if you get caught with it Oof,
0: yeah yeah again you need to have the connections <laughs> but,
1: but if but you, get caught, you, you
0: get caught and you don't know anyone, well, yeah, you're in big trouble. It's a big money grab. Anyway, they fine you. Well, do they,
1: they do the thing there where they, they don't treat everybody the same with the rules? Like, I find, like... like What again, do you think? 100%. Yeah, well, yeah no, exactly. Yeah. If you pay the right That's guy. why people
0: are on the streets right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, well, exactly. Oh, 100%. That situation yeah. is a good example of that in a different aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I noticed that, you know... What is it? Uh, I can hear my son sneezing in the other room. <laughs> um, but the um, you want to check up on him? so kid okay? To... Oh, he's good. Right. He's good. He's just he's just sneezing because of dust. Um, <laughs> trust me, I'll, you'll you'll hear it if something's wrong. Okay. He's very very loud if he's upset. Um, but he's a he's a good little sleeper there. Um, yeah, no, I I've, I found it interesting to see you know you, you talk to people from different perspectives. Like in UAE, we deal with a, a group that are a bunch of expats from Britain. That I've lived there for years, Um, and then like they'll just straight up tell you, you know, like these rules that we talk about and these harsh punishments for certain things. Seems like it depends on where you come from. If you're a rich Arab uh, or you're a Westerner, they generally leave you alone Mm -hmm. because they want you to spend your money there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, if you're, I I think it's generally unfortunate people from India that they pick on. I find that if they want to put the hammer down, they they will. You know and they have the option but again money is seems to be the uh the great uh equalizer in a lot of these situations
0: 100 <laughs> percent, it's the same all around the world it's just uh now it's the smaller stuff in a uh, third world countries countries a little behind yeah stuff like weed and stuff bigger things in the states i'm sure like western like canada has this problem on a different scale about something else which is it's not as small as just weed is i don't know maybe getting a loan Hmm. if you have the right connections, maybe you can get more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any, like, I
1: think pharmaceutical
0: that's... companies probably can bend the rules a little bit to their advantage if they want to, right? Yeah. It's more corporate on a corporate scale, not individual-based. But...
1: See, you know what that kind of reminds me of? is uh, So my stepmother's from China, and uh, have you ever been to the Pacific Mall in Maricom?
0: Mm, oh, yeah. I went there for actually the Asian serum whatever they had an Asian occasion I don't oh, remember cool. exactly what yeah
1: they have all kinds of all kinds of
0: weird food and I couldn't stand the smell I'm sorry it's just my personal S- that's uh, your personal yeah.
1: th- not my cup of tea that's what yeah, my yeah I was gonna things. try
0: it but th- just the smell of it I couldn't get too close
1: yeah so the the, um, the, the, Paci- the Pacific mall in there if you are Asian you'll go in there and you'll say cash no tax right and I remember my my stepmother went up and she bargained and you know because they're good at bargain, bargaining and stuff and she went and she bargained for some a good price on something and then she said at the end you know you know cash no tax and I said, yeah, yeah okay so they they took the tax off and took yeah. cash um, and I came up right behind her uh, they didn't know we were together and stuff and I kind of was like try to bargain a bit didn't get very far with it I'm not very good at it. Um, I said, oh, okay, okay, I'll buy it for this price. I said, cash, no tax. And he just straight up said, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, ouch. <laughs> that hurts, yeah. You're not one of us.
0: No, true, you know? yeah. But,
1: but, but I, I, I think I understand because he probably has to look out like if if you're not generally from my culture and stuff, you could be trying to catch me doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. Which I don't think they're supposed Yeah, but to
0: be. but to oh. say it right to your face, not for you, and like if, exposing yourself like your business that you discriminate—that's kind of yeah. screwed up a little bit. If you even have that purpose T- in the mind. The tables
1: have turned. <laughs> the tables have turned on the white man. Yeah, yeah, not good. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I was perfectly fine with that. I was just like trying it out and stuff, and it's like you know. Yeah, I've never
0: paid a credit card to any Chinese store, Chinese business owner. He's pay cash. I go, yeah, I, my barber is um Chinese and he does a great job, but I always have to pay cash or or um my debit. Yeah. Um a bunch of like little pretty stores. Government hates us. Yeah. <laughs> no, they hate the government. I don't blame them. I don't mind not paying tax sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's,
1: that's, that's, that's the difficult thing with all this, uh, digital currency suspicion that that's going to come up is, you know, everything's going to be traced. Right. And if they, if we create a cashless society, then I think what's going to happen is all the little people like us that want to get a haircut for cash or, you know, let them, you know, avoid a little bit of tax or something, you know, which is, you know, I don't condone CRA. I'm not, not saying do it. Don't, Don't arrest me. Um, but, uh, those little tiny things, people are going to get scrutinized for it versus like these big tax dodgers are, are going to be at the top. And again, like we talked about these scenarios where the money, you get what you want for if you have the money, they'll pay off the right person and avoid taxes mm. you with know, this stuff unless somebody exposes it. Maybe some hackers in the future will expose these things and that'll be the stories we look at, you know, like uh, some big conglomerate was caught. You know, through their ledger or digital ledger, avoiding taxes and there's all this corruption scheme. Surprise! Corruption is going to happen in the future. Of course, it will. You know, but uh you know, I I don't think that's that's going to hurt the the little guy that's just trying to have a, a couple hundred extra bucks at the end of the year. You know.
0: Yeah, it makes the gap between us little guys and the big corporates to a chasm. I think a big yeah wide well, gap, but. I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like anything centralized. The whole point of this...
1: Um, decentralization. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: decentralization. I don't like the government on this case just to like grab a hold of it and make this into another thing too.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think the big issue right now with crypto and stuff is the fact that you have to convert it back to fiat to use it right like it's just data and passwords basically Mm. so i mean they can't get like whenever you hear like uh, i remember this past year there was some ransomware attacks on some infrastructure which i'm sure there's going to be more of um but they were like oh we had to pay this group you know five million dollars or something to get our data back and get the ransomware off um and it was through crypto and then they say oh they got it back well, the only way they could get it back in crypto is that they actually had these people's passwords to the wallets, I believe. Um, which means there must have been a conversion back to fiat at some point, mm. And they got them there. Because that's when you get right into the, the banking system again. When you convert crypto into USD or I don't know what what currency they would have been using. But I think it's El Salvador. I, I can't remember. But one of these countries in Latin America, I believe it was actually, that um, their currency was so inflated that they started accepting crypto mm-hmm. as a uh, payment. Um, but again, I think you know if all the countries started doing that, I'd be very suspicious as to how safe it is. But if, if big countries like Canada and USA started accepting crypto as payment... Pierre Polivier talked about that at one point. Yeah. Um, he's, he considers it to avoid inflation or something. He may not have all the facts about it. That might be an option in the future, but I think it's. He's yeah, really I don't good. know
0: very little. I know very little about cryptocurrency and how it works, but.
1: Uh, all I know is at the point that I was interested in, I should have bought a couple hundred coins when it was cheap. <laughs> Because I'd be doing pretty good right now if I did. <laughs> um,
0: it's still down a little bit, isn't it? I mean, it's oh, but if you bought it, that, like if uh, you bought like, it in like
1: two thousand six, oh, two thousand seven, well, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. you know, you're you're still laughing. Um, you know, it's it's definitely one of those scenarios where you're you're in a safe zone. You know, um, I remember that. Do you ever see that story of the guy that paid somebody six thousand Bitcoin for a pizza? Selling, did he? Uh, there was a guy, there was some guy in the states, and he basically. Posted on his Facebook or something. If someone will bring me a pizza, I'll give them 6,000 Bitcoin. That's when it was like, I don't know, not even a dollar for a Bitcoin. So the
0: pizza guy is now a millionaire.
1: If he kept it, who knows what he did with it. But uh, I remember I saw that on the news somewhere. And the guy's just like, ah, that was all the Bitcoin I had. Uh, That's worth like, I don't know, multi-million dollars now. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a little error, man. Yeah, and learn. live and learn. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you know, it's 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 just like gambling. You know, I, like any of this stuff. Like, there's there's certain things that are safe still that have consistently been safe. Like, mm. uh, like I wish in school they taught me about investing my mm. money instead of putting it into a savings account and and being like oh my money's
0: and if they know how to do it they would have done it themselves and poor teachers uh, they're not financial situations they, they're not educated themselves so it's like a chain of it's a vicious cycle
1: <laughs> yeah generation they, you know. they yeah that's that's very true they you, you you have people that well they wouldn't be teaching because yeah. they, they would well unless they're passionate about it i shouldn't say that i've i've met many teachers that are very or they have a heart for teaching they have to because we, we treat our teachers like crap here when it comes to their payment and
0: yeah if they paid good enough money to teachers and the education system was more you know there was just more incentive for people to become teachers and yeah. educators and then things would turn but obviously that's yeah some people don't like that I don't know <laughs>
1: well the you as a parent that's what
0: that's what i like a lot about internet and these these centralized platforms and podcasts because i'm learning a lot more than like a couple podcast episodes i more, learned more than a whole year of school that i had
1: yeah i think just talking to each uh, other and, and, and oh yeah people in life yeah. is 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 huge like that that's one thing i like out of that i travel for work because i just ask questions to people all the time from different places and they may have some useless information or they may have some useful information. It's, and it's usually based on experience in life and things that they went through that they have, you know, a good perspective or good advice. Just
0: practical, it's pragmatic, like yeah. it's real. Yeah. No, it's not it's... just a theoretical situation, a the problem you saw on, on a paper. And, you know, that's what I like about it. But fuck all this, man. Tell me a little bit about Egypt. I'm so oh. curious. <laughs> I'm so like... Yeah, so let's. By, by so that's one
1: thing. It's good that you're doing because I'm I'm a person that I, I I'm pretty sure I have yeah can ADHD you keep ADHD or something just
0: so. like distance you are now from it. That's perfectly like a little this closer. Yeah, a little closer because you can see.
1: You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. do wanna... Exponentially worse as I move. It's the type uh, of microphone that loses
0: um, signal. So yeah.
1: Gotcha. One good thing uh, I'll give you an audio tip. Um, Please. In the future, some, something that's good for podcasts is uh, well. You'll see podcast offices they use these E-R-A mics. Mics. Uh, I'll send you the, the model sometime, but there's this certain type of mic that's just been industry standard for talk radio and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- these are, you know... Samson... I think I've ever heard of this brand.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was the um, like I said. This is universally agreed upon to be the best microphone to start with. It's not that expensive. It, yeah, it it's both mysterious. USB and um, plugs yeah, into it an
1: XLR as well. Yeah,
0: XLR. Cool. So you know, it's got all the features, and it's been compared to the even some shoe microphones. And I mean,
1: it's funny when when it comes to microphones. Is like it, it also depends on how you set it up, and 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 you know. Uh, distances and the acoustics of the room all kinds of stuff but i remember i had it there was a when i started in radio I, I i started doing some uh like production help at stations mm-hmm. and there was this bluegrass trio that came from like tennessee uh the sackville <laughs> nova scotia for a country station and i had this like mixer and these like sure di- like the brand sure dynamic mics that i had for years from when i played with some buddies and bands right and there and they were like I agree to it to a degree. Condenser microphones are, are great for recording for certain things, but they can be a little sensitive. Um, dynamics can kind of take a beating uh, in terms of like how loud somebody is. Mm-hmm. And I remember I recorded them with a few different mics and they liked how it sounded. But when they first came, they were like, you know, listen, son, we like, Bluegrass, we like to use uh, the condensers and we, we control our, our sound and we'll come far away and close to the microphone and all this stuff. And like, they knew everything. And I was like, not saying I knew anything, but I was like, this is what I know. And I think it'll sound good. And then after they heard the recording, they came back again and I had a condenser mic for them. They said, where's the other stuff? It sounded really good. (laughs) It's like, come on guys. But anyways, I'm ADHD again, as I usually do. So I'll try to focus on one topic. That sounds totally
0: normal. I love that anecdote. And I have to, it reminded me of the movie, um, that accent you did in of the movie, <laughs> or oh, Brother of Her Art, though. it's you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a, a pretty good movie. All, all timey songs, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. do a good from song, TMC. but I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the Southern Drawl is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah. Um, which is probably to a person, person from the South says so, so I'm doing a terrible accent because I have a East Coast accent. When you say, sure. I don't know about that, guys. You know how are you doing? <laughs> How's your families? Um, but yeah, no, Egypt was cool. It was. Um,
0: was it your first time seeing the pyramids? And
1: yes, it was. Um, okay. I, I I never thought. Were you my blown life away at all,
0: or was it just like was it overrated, or were you blown No, overrated?
1: man, it's it's awesome. And right now, I I, I think because of the COVID, like, that's one of those things with COVID. As a as a selfish person, you can say you can say thanks to COVID for because there wasn't a lot of tourism happening and uh basically what what was happening was uh there wasn't just it was fairly desolate they're area. still on
0: covid like well, what, no it, it's just
1: because some people aren't traveling cuz you know the shots restrictions and and some people are there there's two sides like there's people that are like i'm not getting that shot right, right. and then there's people that are like i'm still terrified i have five shots And I have five masks on and I don't want to get in a plane because that's a death trap, even though statistically it's not Mm -hmm. right. But they they just they're so scared. Like talk about anxiety, like this whole situation has triggered people that have, you know, anxiety issues um, and they just can't deal with them. But it was nice for me because, um, you know, I I went there and wasn't crowded. I could see the pyramids and stuff like I I wasn't able to go into the pyramids of Giza because they were doing some construction or something
0: construction i hope they don't i know well they they they, you'll
1: you'll see in certain areas where it's like the genuine structure and then where they remade it basically um in certain areas where like it's eroded and it's going to fall so they they remake parts of not the pyramid but certain different areas like there's a gosh there's there's the i guess the the nickname for it's called the step pyramid starts with an s what it actually is called but um i'll show you here my pictures on instagram um gosh do i have a picture of it yeah, yeah this one here wow that's one of the first oh, yeah. pyramids right okay um it starts with an S, but anyway, i guess the nickname is called the step pyramid if you want to look that up step so, like s-t-e-p like step like steps like okay. you walk up steps uh um, because of the shape that it's like yeah, staircase it's okay. like a staircase right uh so that's one of the first and there's some good history there um there's a there's a place around that one where you, they'll take you actually inside mm-hmm. and that's where i am here um wow um, there's like hieroglyphics behind me um so there's a place where you go in this tiny tiny crawl space and it's hot as hell in there it's like humid and hot because not much airflow
0: in case of space inside the building
1: Insi- inside the, pyram- the that smaller pyramid yeah and you go and they have, you know, they, it shows like the process oh, of them, uh, you know. Um, how
0: do they color it, uh, those paintings? Is that
1: there's all kinds of like uh, flowers and stuff they use. Like they, they, they. Do they, they repaint them? Like, no, they just let it erode from, over time. Oh wow! Yeah, they just leave it as it is. Um, so they were showing me that, and they would say, you know, this and this used to be that color. Or it's eroding now and stuff. Um, they tend to leave it how it is, which I like. Um Yeah, I hope. But so. but they they go through all the history. Like the guy I was with was amazing. He was he knew all the history. He was obviously a What how do
0: they think they built that? How do they think <laughs> they,
1: they- well, the I kept making the joke of aliens and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, probably aliens." And uh, that
0: could be true. I mean, I'm
1: not. Well, I mean, today, like, they even said that the the thing that everybody says about it is people that are professional crane operators say that they, we don't have equipment to build to lift the stones that it's made out of. So, how the heck did they get it there? And I think the theory that they they tend to share there is that there is this like gigantically long ramp.
0: But yeah, I've heard that too. But apparently. Um, the counterpoint to that is uh, the ramp would be so long to because of
1: well then what happens when you go up a few levels? Right? Yeah. You, you have to keep increasing the they have, they,
0: it would be so long that you have to like go out of the space of, of the earth. Like you would get in <laughs> space, right? Yeah. And and if you want to like increase the the degree of that what do you call it? Um the ramp. Yeah, you want to make it more steep. Oh, the angle of it. Yeah. yeah, the angle of it. If if it's more steep, then that heavy of stone, like that heavy of structure, you won't be able to push it up. You will have like you would need infinite force to push it up that ramp. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, infinite so,
1: slaves, basically. Yeah, it, it was slaves that built it, right? Um, so
0: physically, they've they said. I mean, I listened to Graham Hancock, and he said physically it's impossible. And there's the th- third the- theory that this so there is there were civilizations before
1: they had like advanced yeah
0: they got wiped out they were they were advanced they, were, they got so advanced that we can't even imagine like we're not under level yet yeah and they, they got wiped out and we had the humanity had to start over again and then we forgot and the knowledge didn't get passed down to the well next i mean generation look at God, a lot of stuff and that could be true like you know for my own country i can tell
1: hmm.
0: Oh, when the mongols um raided the country they started like. Um, immediately bu- building all the libraries and all the books and everything. So mm. huge, huge, like, uh, pools of knowledge was lost, lost in the history and just nothing passed down to the next generation. So they had to start over. I always some, When I hear that,
1: way. I always wonder why. Why? Like, uh, the only thing I can think is, like, maybe, like, control, uh, to control the c- civilians and, and basically keep us in line, just being good worker bees and, you know, doing your 9 to 5, keeping the, keeping the system working. Because, like, I was talking to um, – actually a guy in our amenities here he's from serbia so of course they brought up nikola tesla to him and they're all very proud of him right because uh, he was serbian and he was a proud serbian and uh and that guy is you know a good example of like his technology was just exceeding you know stuff that we had today like when we were talking about like the wire, wireless electricity was what he was working on and supposedly the theory is that you know Thomas Edison and all those guys that were interested in making money from energy.
0: So they swindled some of the inventions. Well, they basically from.
1: stole his technology and destroyed some of it. And you know the, the you know the, the theory is that uh, he was saying that like if you ask someone from Serbia, they'll say that you know he was, he, when he died in that apartment in New York City, uh, they came, the CIA or FBI or whatever came in and took all of his information, and then they called in his death later. <laughs> You know, but they, of course they took all of the knowledge and information that they had and stowed it away.
0: I wanna be surprised, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's insane to think about it. Like I was thinking the other day, I was talking to my colleague at work, and he was also interested in this theory. And I said, I mean, it, it could be totally possible that we have we have now uh, pulling on the thread of Newtonian physics. When the start, I mean, we started with Newtonian physics, and we've kind of continuing along the same path. But mm. we, they could have started. They could have discovered quantum physics first and it started from that side of mm. physics gone a whole nother direction that we can't even fathom yeah it's a whole other world right so yeah i don't know I don't, but i'm very curious to know it's uh that that stuff and also stuff in latin america incas buildings and infrastructures you know those mm. structures are also kind of tr- intriguing to me i don't know
1: yeah that's one, that's one thing i like i i like to do with my like with travel and stuff so absorb as much as I can obviously I'm I'm there to work you're very lucky like human being <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah man I'm, I, I'm very thankful and and you know it, it, that ride may not go on forever who knows if my company's gonna be around forever even or, this
0: much as you had it's yeah, it's it's one of a kind of life, man. I'm very yeah, happy for you.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I'm very thankful. And, you know, it allows me to provide for my family and stuff. And sometimes we get to go together. Like my my wife came with me to Amsterdam. She mm-hmm. really enjoyed that, and she liked. She she hopped over to Portugal. After when I that.
0: think of you in Amsterdam. With I kind of <laughs> get flashbacks of um, Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> I don't know why. Is it because you're her? I don't know the way you look. You're, yeah. Which,
1: which character?
0: Which character? Uh, is oh, me? definitely Rusty.
1: Who, who is who plays Rapid? Oh <laughs> yeah. One of the main Did ones. you see Bull- bullet train? I watched that recently. That was uh, a good movie. No, um, it's no, good. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy in my building. actually. So, so one thing I see, I, I, I have been to- like, I'm not saying I look like Brad Pitt. I'm not saying I'm good looking at all, but with my hair, hair, I've always had uh world war Z. Yeah.
0: Brad, yeah. Brad
1: Pitt tend to have like the same length hair as me. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of straight like mine. And, uh, which is not natural. I straighten my hair. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but, uh, what was it? There was, I was working at Costco and some lady said, oh, look, it's Brad Pitt, World War Z. That, that's only happened once. But the one I tef- typically get, and someone recently in my building said that to me, he just turned around before he got to the elevator and said, anybody ever tell you you look like David Spade? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. And uh, I said, I, ho- I hope you mean when he was younger because he looks like crap now. That yeah. guy like has not aged well. That's sorry, rough. Sorry, David Spade, if you're hearing this. <laughs> I mean, you look great, man. I mean, I'm, we all get older. I mean, that that guy was, uh, you know, uh, considered to be a fairly handsome fella back in the day when he was on this uh, sitcom and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we all get older. I'm going to look like an old man. I'm getting there. I'm starting and to lose some you hair. probably
0: won't do as much drug as some of these people, so you'll be fine. I mean,
1: what was the other right one? Path. I, someone said to me, Kirk Cobain. I said, oh, Kirk great. Cobain I look like a crackhead <laughs> <laughs> or heroin addict. That's not. I don't know if I, that's a compliment or not. Ish. But uh, yeah, my, me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my hair long as long as it's still there, and I'm not gonna go like a buddy of mine in a band.
0: Yeah, I did the same. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, I had a little bit of <laughs> hair on my head. If you, uh, it's hard to believe, I know. But before the pandemic, I was rocking that until. Oh yeah, I, 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 came see, home. I think I
1: seen you had some. Oh hair yeah, I saw you some, some show pictures. I the uh, yeah. Show you
0: some pictures, but yeah.
1: What made you cut it?
0: But I came home. I was like, no, it's too hard. I mean, I couldn't maintain it. Obviously, um, I didn't have the skills. To, <laughs> to like set. take care of my that, <laughs> that, even that kind of longer hair, it was not too long, but anyway, uh, yeah. Is your hair generally straight,
1: pretty straight, or kind of wavy? Um, yeah,
0: it's it's been all my life. I don't have curly hair, it's not,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, springy or anything, but um, yeah.
0: and it's also easier to keep it short. And i people tell me, I mean, I like even short haircut, short buzz, I like it, it looks good. Oh, my when head. I'm,
1: well, yeah, when I'm when I'm going somewhere, and I'm I, I know eventually
0: I'm I'm moving in that direction, so I want to get used to this short haircut. So eventually I, you know, grab the the clipper and totally just get over it all. <laughs> just yeah, shave it everybody. all away. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean it's less maintenance, man. It's 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 nice not to have to you just go go for a swim.
0: Yeah. And, and I bought a whole bunch yeah. of hats like
1: to keep it little... keep your head warm this winter. <laughs> this winter's supposed to suck. It's supposed to be a lot of snow.
0: Even um, more so than last one, because last one was especially starting January was just. Man. Oh you should God. you should
1: go out east sometime. That the winters are. I told you rivers.
0: I'll probably take a I'll probably visit Mexico for a short period and test the waters, and if I like it, I'll probably move there because I work from to, home, that, right? And go meet our friends. Yeah, hopefully I can. I mean, I have a base over there, basically like that troop, that like <laughs> yeah. That he, infantry is down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll show you all the good spots. He'll take good care of you, right? I know,
0: and he knows the whole city by now, probably.
1: Oh, God, okay. yes. He knows the area well. He was posting some stuff. Like, there was some guy that drives a funny car there, and he's like, wow, this guy, he was remembering all kinds of stuff. This guy's still here and stuff. like, Because he lived there before. You know, He yeah. knows the area. So, you know, it's, it's...
0: Well, the only fear I have, the only hold back for me is, like, he posted a, a little short clip of... Um, people rushing through the street because of earthquake or some sort of like oh yeah trembling situation I'm, I'm terrified of that and I grew up in Tehran which is very
1: earthquakes it's very, yeah, not earthquakes there. Yeah, yeah yeah shaky yeah. spots I've <laughs> never experienced an earthquake yeah I think and I, I
0: slept uh, overnight in my car a couple of times and believe you me yeah I was so wow. terrified of that because it happened and the worst thing is man it happens in the middle of the night you're in deep sleep and you wake up all of a sudden and everything's I'm like whoa this yeah. is end of the world this is like yeah, remember, World, World and, <laughs> the
1: worst thing i had was hurricanes like in nova scotia like nova scotia just got hit oh yeah by that's it.
0: no joke either.
1: uh but like tropical storms are more common obviously which are a step down from a hurricane but it's so when you're a kid and stuff that stuff freaks you out it sounds like the roof your house is going to fly off or something and you, you know it's it's you know the houses there just built out of wood it's not like concrete structures like some of these warmer climates right and uh yeah you get you get pretty freaked out but i can't imagine a hurricane i would be I'd be pretty freaked out. I wouldn't know where to go. Um,
0: Hurricane or earthquake? Would you?
1: Or an earthquake? Yeah, an earthquake. I mean, yeah. Yeah, sorry. there's
0: nowhere to go. That's that's the that's a terrifying thing. You all of a sudden you find yourself where where there. is safe? There is no safety. Like, absolutely no. Maybe uh, like a barren ground, like no buildings around, miles away from any. Civilization, probably.
1: Wow. Yeah, and, and that's why another thing, like, I, like people complain about the winters here, but you, like, in Toronto, for example, you don't generally. You're in a great spot here. You don't generally have issues with weather. You know, people that live here only are like, "Oh, the winters are so hard." Oh my gosh, no, it's not. It is not. Especially when you live in a condo and you don't have to shovel any snow. Like, like i, I last winter, I was back in Nova Scotia. I, I was there for work and. Mm-hmm i'll be going there in october thankfully so it won't be so cold but i was there i think in late november and gosh i remember at my mom's place I see my mom's not a big lady she's a tiny little one and she's out there with an ice pick and a shovel because it it snows and then it hails and then it rains and then it (laughs) snows again so you're you're out there fighting ice and snow and while it's raining on you (laughs) freezing rain
0: probably not safe even to walk take a stroll
1: Oh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's just a big sheet of ice. What, what
0: is, when is the first, um, like... Uh, snowfall? Yeah, snowfall. It cool.
1: depends on the year. I like, mean, yeah. usually around de- December time, like Christmas time, you start hit, hit getting some snow, but sometimes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, not like out west. Like, my sister lives in Alberta, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, they get it super early, maybe early November. But it's a lot of snow. I could
0: tell you, in Saskatchewan. We got it even in September sometimes. Oh yeah. And I was only, I was there only for two years. <laughs> That's that was depressing. Such such a such a quick shift in temp- temperature and everything. The and whole it gets like just, minus
1: forty there, right? Yeah, That's it does. February,
0: cold. yeah, for sure. But last year, surprisingly, Toronto was colder in Saskatchewan. Interesting. In certain periods, yeah, for sure.
1: It's funny, like, understanding why some of this happens. Like, people always talk about climate change and stuff. But, I mean, before this was even a conversation, it was kind of like it fluctuated in areas where, you know, this, this place was worse this year or this place was worse that year. Um, you know, like, the the science behind, you know, weather – I don't really understand well enough.
0: Neither right? do weather, man. I mean, Not they, true. they, they change get, their predictions yeah. forecast every single second.
1: Well, when we're doing stuff to mess with the weather now, like, look, in Dubai, they do cloud seeding, right? right? And they're, they're trying to create, like, these microclimates, like... Ah, yeah. Wow,
0: yeah, they have these circular uh, grasslands that they're in Saudi yeah. Arabia. They're huge. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if they're turning into farm or some sort of, like... I don't know. Harvest to I don't try know why to that's get, get out of it. But, but the, like, yeah. the,
1: the environment, like, when they start, like creating habitable land in the desert basically will that be a good effect or might may, maybe be a bad effect i don't know i, no I would idea. think good um because you're creating more you know trees and nature that should be theoretically create more o2 because that's what they do they take in the carbon dioxide and then they Spit out oxygen. Yeah,
0: theoretically, but I don't know how much energy it takes to do that and whether you're actually oh, expanding more CO2 yeah. to do that, just to maintain and it. And the
1: irrigation. Yeah, it's uh, not natural, right? It's, it's not natural like, irrigation. It's sort of like the scenario with... Um,
0: it's like an intervention to to a cycle, cycle that's been going on forever. So I don't know how that changes the equilibrium.
1: Yeah, I wonder if, if the planet's just gonna like have like a reset at some point and just be like, all right, that's enough. Let's start yeah, from zero. I don't think
0: it would be that abrupt, but for sure, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I th- I just think like like it wouldn't know, be that like abrupt. A game that a reset, yeah. like okay, you guys have messed with me enough. Yeah. But like then, you, like I remember there was like again the Joe Rogan thing, but there was a. I like Joe Rogan. I think I think there's some pretty interesting sh- conversations on there. Yes, for sure. And, and you know they may not all be right, but at least it provokes thought you know, like to think different ways. Like there was a guy that talked about like, and it's true when I'm in an airplane and I fly over certain land, there's a lot of fly, even in the States, there's a lot of like, like unused farmland. That's just like, you know, we're, we're all crowded in these cities like Toronto. And
0: yeah. Like even, like even in the States, I mean, it's 300 million population, right. But in the middle is basically nothing. It's very bold. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, I guess Bill Gates owns most of that now. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing there, but. Can't be good. Nothing good. Yeah, nothing good. <laughs> I don't have good hopes for the future of that. It's not like he's gonna be like I'm gonna. As make long as he's around, food no. more affordable. Yeah. Okay. No, he's not. Depends on what you call food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the guy that walked around with a jar of poo, human feces, to promote uh, basically filtering sewage.
0: He barely him. looks like a human anymore. He, that guy is like.
1: He is not a guy that like I think it looks healthy at all. Especially now, he never did.
0: If you want to look, if you want to like a, like you know, a a villain in a movie, a picture of a villain in a movie, yeah, who's like um, plotting shit behind people and just trying to take over the world. That's like one of the perfect pictures. If you ask some people on the certain spectrum of yeah. they would say he is the scientist.
1: He is the villain of life. You know, people think that he's like you know feeding us you know stuff through mcdonald's and stuff like you know kinds of weird theories out there but like yeah not many people like who's a bill gates fan who's like he's my hero like i don't think anyone i don't think anybody trusts the guy personally i don't think
0: even mark zuckerberg liked the guy
1: yeah and that guy's like
0: he would try to yeah, he, keep that a guy, diplomatic about relationship alien,
1: alien reptile there's oh, zuckerberg yeah. he looks like one yeah <laughs>
0: He's his eyes are they're turning black. The whole thing is black. Just
1: he's a weird one, like a he, snake. He <laughs> he looks different now. Like he doesn't look like he used to look. Like it's it's almost like like when people talk. He's about, working
0: out a little bit. I've heard, but
1: yeah, he's but, been doing some kickboxing stuff or something. Jiu-jitsu.
0: I've heard he's gotten to jiu-jitsu. From,
1: I, is he just bored? Is he or is he planning on doing some like fight with Logan Paul? I don't know. Or
0: I don't know. I don't think it would last that long <laughs> in a fight with Logan Paul. But I mean. I'm not really interested in that guy and I don't know if it's a rumor, but especially during these recent protests, there was a lot of posts about what's been going on and a whole lot of them were taken down by Facebook.
1: Although yeah. they're like for for even a, you posted something and they were definitely they're feminists and they're
0: like for it's a good movement. It's a positive movement. I don't know why would you do that? Like it it's not steering up terrorism, it's not instigating violence against it's just people trying to have their voice heard. So I don't know, and I've heard, and I've heard a lot of rumors, and I've heard people, like close friends, say that you know, My post was taken down. It was basically around this topic. I'm so, always curious I to know, know when
1: they when posts get taken down, of uh, if they even cite a reason, you know, as to why we took this down, or
0: yeah, know. apparently they, they a bunch of people appealed those decisions, but they heard nothing back. And I don't believe that it's just Mark Zuckerberg, the one person company is running the whole thing and is like overseeing every little single decision.
1: Well, I don't think he's he's even in charge anymore. Like he's, he probably is to a degree, but I'm sure there's people that have, it's such a machine now. There has to be, you know, shadow figures in the background that are the big guys running him, basically. It's like when you look at the government and, you know the stuff we see I don't, I don't think that the people we generally see in life are, are the real people running the world like these you know they talk about all these different levels of um, who really runs the world and they talk about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and then they say oh there's another level above them that they're they're, they're well, the boss there's bosses levels
0: to this game it's never ending levels you never know, you never heard of it the, and there's probably the some truth games.
1: to that you know there's probably some but I mean I don't have confirmation yeah
0: it's very tinfoil hatty, and I don't have.
1: Yeah, I love that conspiracies, much. though. I, I yeah, they're those. fun. I mean, I what's love, not to like? I love them. Like some people get so triggered by them, they're like, they're like, "Oh, this is this is why January six happened." And blah 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 blah, well, blah. They probably
0: shouldn't listen, but I mean, what's not to like about conspiracies? Good conversation, it's a good time. I mean, well, let's I go mean, grab a beer Snowden <laughs> was a
1: conspiracy like the whole thing he unveiled was a conspiracy theory. Right? Yeah. Like it's easy, it's easy, it's easy for them to say, "Oh, that's just a conspiracy theory." Don't think that way. You know, it's like when we talk about, like, it's faux pas to talk about government or your salary. Well, who does that empower? You know, if you don't talk about government or corruption or things like that with an open mind, well, then you're ignorant Mm -hmm. and they can manipulate you easier. You know, it's just like in a job. If you don't talk about salary or like, well, I'm making this and that, well, you'll never know. And they can pay you as little as they want because you don't know any better. True. You, You know, i i love talking about politics i love talking about religion politics it's just you can't talk to someone that is so set in their ways and triggerable like i remember there was a guy in high school we, we used to love to talk about religion and all kinds of stuff and well why do you think that way and and, and stuff and there's this one guy and he was catholic and stuff and He knew his stuff from his end he was very well educated and he had put some input in it but like there was a girl that just did not agree with what he was talking about and he got so triggered i remember he was yelling at her in front of us and i and i was like dude why are you yelling we're just having a conversation (laughs) like chill out but he was triggered and he like it's like you don't know everything man it's like but he his whole sense of security through religion was getting like triggered you know, I
0: know, but I mean, strong stuff. You you're born into that ideology. It's just it's yeah. been with you since you came to this planet. That's a strong stuff. It's and you hard, usually don't know ingrained. any better. You don't know yeah, any alternatives,
1: yeah. right? Like when I when I go to like just recently when I was in I think it was in Kuwait when someone was ta- started talking to me about that, and uh, they're like, you know, what do you, what are you raised? What do you believe? And I was like, well, I was raised Christian, so that's pretty much what I know. Um, but I said, me, I I don't really think I genuinely can say like oh i strongly believe this one is the right one mm. no because i don't know any of the other ones like islam i don't know much about yeah i haven't read the quran mm-hmm. you know um i've barely read the bible <laughs> frankly most christians have barely well, read... they're hefty books it takes a while to read it ta- yeah it takes yeah. commitment and like and some of them will say like you know some of these texts that we have structured and given to us a in, in english cultures they're translated badly. Some things just don't translate well.
0: Well, they're warped in, like um, skewed and distorted, I'm sure. Because, I mean, imagine how hard it would be to maintain a fact even through a week. Now yeah. it's talking ages.
1: Yeah. And, and they say, like, like what is the Bible's compiled of what they call the Dead Sea Scrolls, um, which is just like a discovery that they had at some point, And they said, we're going to put this one and this one and this one in it and you know there's people that'll say well this is the book of blah 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 there's there's published books you get from you know the bookstore that are the missing books of the bible mm-hmm. and they say that these are these are ones from the same script that they just didn't put in it so you know probably don't have the whole picture you know like like my one thing i always say is like you know i, I don't like church very much because i find people who kind of play games with it and get power trips and they like, I used to have some good experiences there and bad ones, but I, I say, like, when, when it comes down to how I live my life and whether I'm super into church or, you know, super into that, like, it doesn't really affect what, in the end, when I die, if that is the God or whatever, um, whoever God is my relationship and my knowledge is between from me to them. It's not me and this group from church or that. It, it doesn't matter that, because I can pretend and act like I'm, I did. I, I used to play guitar in church and I used to be a good boy. And not that I'm saying I'm a, I'm like the devil now, but like I wasn't genuine. Yeah. I would, I would just go through the motions and, and, and be like, Oh yeah, well I'm supposed to do this and act this way. And like, I've got a gold star, right? It, it's very like, prideful which is ironic because that's a sin to be yeah. prideful uh so that that's a big issue is like people get into these positions in church and they just like they like people looking at them like they're a good person it's like that's not the point of this the point of this is to get educated and connect with god you know that you believe in here and then the fellowship and support this was to be there those are all good things but that's not usually what happens mm. you know i find nowadays it's very I, don't know, I think it's corrupted all of the time, but by, by humans. they ruin they ruin what's supposed to be a good thing um, and a good enlightening experience, so to speak. Um, you know, and again, we don't know everything. Um, and generally speaking, the people sitting in the pews have not read the book. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure that's true in any religion. There's probably people that are just in it because they were born into it, mm-hmm. and they don't study it, they don't practice it. They're not really believing it. They're just doing because I'm supposed to. Uh, when I drove through to your place, there was a lot of it was a Jewish area. There's like Hasidic Jews. They had the they had the really. I've never noticed them. Oh, there's this community. I've I've
0: I've, there's I've
1: parts of Toronto. You'll drive through and you're, you you feel like you're like. Oh, oh yeah,
0: so not not midtown, but as you were coming. Yeah, you're... it was
1: north. It was north of you. I came south.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, that part I've seen a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, and there's you're looking crowd. around
1: like, oh, they must be all going to the temple yeah right because they you all
0: oh it's a Saturday today's Saturday yeah Saturday today's well, Sabbath right? it's a, day. Yeah, a Sabbath.
1: yeah I forgot <laughs> <laughs> I know some of that stuff I don't know everything but like I, I'm, I'm always interested to just hear people's perspective on stuff I mean you go to some other countries they have like what is it some, my friend from India he used to always say this he said in India supposedly they have 33 million gods in India because
0: like yeah, I've, countless I've heard that a lot
1: yeah because it's like oh this tree is shaped funny it's a god and they start worshiping a tree. It probably
0: mean it's a sign of a god because it's yeah. like it's. There's mystery to. I don't know. But and I
1: don't mean to sound ignorant when I say that. This is what he told me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mocking or anything. But like, I mean, it, it seems like it's a thing in the culture in certain areas. It's a big country. Yeah, so there's certain different uh, tribes or areas that have. I they
0: have so many languages. Some of them even can't communicate if it's it not yeah, for English. Yeah, wild. Or, yeah.
1: African countries are like that. If you go to South Africa, I think like. Oh yeah, the,
0: my my roommate in college. She was uh, from Nigeria, and she said something about nine different languages. Oh, five hundred languages. I'm sorry, five hundred languages. And is there like it's because in all there's like a tribe of like ten people. They they speak a language that nobody else speaks, and that's counted as a language. That's an official language yeah. of that tribe. So it's like five hundred languages in Nigeria. It's not a small country, but still five hundred. That's crazy.
1: Yep. Um, well, and there's so there's so many people just in in all these countries here it's just so concentrated and there's so much history there i mean all the countries have been colonized to a degree um you know it's like uh what is it morocco
0: yeah french French,
1: but the indigenous language i learned was called it's called berber um,
0: it's not arabic uh
1: well there's arabic but Ber- berber I don't, is- I don't
0: think there were arabs before no. Islam, right? That was like that was also another type of colonization. They yeah. endured, right? It's
1: sort of like when you talk about in Egypt. They're talking about the history there because there was a there was a point where Egypt became a Christian nation. Mm-hmm. I think that's when uh, the the Romans came in, or mm-hmm. it was like a Catholic Christian reign, probably. And then uh, Alexander the Great came in. Um, that's why there's Alexandria in the north, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually the Arabs came in and took over, and that's what we have today. It's like Arab rain um so it's obviously very arab country when i when i go there it's like i've never been to a country where um majority of the people you run into english it's just like no (laughs) no 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 english arabic
0: Yeah, Yeah, they have are you do you have difficulty communicating them trying to understand or you trying to convey your well the
1: people i'm working with no because no. they they all generally speak english but like you get to some of these smaller communities on the outskirts and then they only speak arabic mm-hmm. so it's like you know so i know shukran and off one <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. which is thank you and you're welcome yeah uh the, just the useful ones it's sort of like when i talk uh in portuguese with my wife's family i, I just try to i pick up stuff slowly as they that's why like um uh, like i was in dinner in kuwait and and they were speaking arabic because they could speak more eloquently in their own in their mother tongue mm-hmm. i didn't mind but they were you know, kept saying oh sorry and they translated we were talking about this and they explained it i was like oh i appreciate that i said but don't don't think i'm offended i'm not offended like it's it's you, know, you,
0: I'm, you know, I'm a canadian
1: <laughs> that's true <Yeah. laughs> my culture is trying not to be offended by anything <laughs> i just want you to like me um that's true. Um no, but, I mean,
0: you're exposed to a whole bunch of oh I mean, god, well cultures, here in Toronto, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not no.
1: Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia oh, is very, wife, very white, very white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing my wife said. There's awfully white here. Yeah, <laughs> you know the foods you're gonna have are meat and potatoes and not very flavorful food. Very good seafood. You know, if you ever go there, you got to have lobster and seafood chowder mm-hmm. and all that stuff, which I will be doing in a few weeks, thankfully. Good for you. Um, yeah, I can't wait to have that again. You miss that. You, when you live there, you get bored of it. You're like, oh, there's no other cultural food here. And then, then you leave. And there's certain things you can't get here mm. that you can only get there. Um, one of those being moon mist ice cream. That's a that's a moon, Google it moon it. It's mist moon ice mist. Cream. It, it it looks like a rainbow, but it's very tasty. I can't describe the flavor, uh, but it's only in the Maritimes. It's not from this planet. It's not from. It's this only world. in the Maritimes. Yeah. Yeah. Dif- different different planets sometimes in <laughs> other places um but yeah i mean i like when people speak other languages around me because i can sit and listen and try to like understand what the word means and i'll pick up a word here and there
0: i find it very hard to do like
1: it's difficult yeah yeah
0: i mean um my neighborhood there's a lot of brazilians a good crowd of brazilians around i hear portuguese a lot especially when i'm moving up uh, my yep. gym um uh it's like a martial arts gym and a lot of brazilians obviously are into that and they come and they talk to each other oh brazilian so, jiu yeah yeah exactly yeah. so i and i love their language honestly i think any, if i'm learning a new language after english i mean i'm having a hard time just not getting rusty on my own language in english i mean mm-hmm. for a while it was funny during the pandemic i kind of i was kind of losing the whole like language of the I couldn't talk in any language. I was just basically turning into a caveman. I was drawing for people to <laughs> ask. Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> not really. But uh, Brazilians, I feel like it's. Uh, I don't. I feel. Like, is that true that Portuguese from Portugal and Brazilian Portuguese? There's a. Slight difference, there's, right? there's
1: different slangs and different accent. Yeah. Like and, um, mm-hmm. like, like one thing they'll say is meio deus, which is like kind of like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, uh, they don't say that in Portugal.
0: Okay. So, no, what I was trying to say is um, I find it very poetic, and I think if I'm learning a language, that will be the language. Not French. I know it will benefit me probably since I'm living in Canada or Spanish.
1: That's one of the... I think a the- good path to take, which is kind of the path I'm trying to take is... Um, learn portuguese yeah then spanish because they're very similar right mm-hmm. um there's just some grammatical differences in certain words but generally speaking if you speak portuguese you'll start understanding a lot of spanish um uh, and then french because french again is it's i thought like, you knew french me yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i'm from nova scotia so in canada it's quebec quebecois which is uh you know Quebec Pride French. Of, yeah uh, that's 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 sort of like the uh, Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese kind of scenario. France, French and Port- Quebe- Quebecois French is different, but similar. Um, so they're all, they're 100% French, and then New Brunswick is 50/50, and then you start getting a kind of Acadian French there, and then Nova Scotia and Newfoundland is the Celtic part of Canada. Mm. So generally, it's English. You know, some people some people will do like um, French immersion, but when you're in school, you have this crappy French teacher. And they make it very hard and then they ask you at a certain point you want to do French immersion. So you're like, man, my math, everything's in French? Yep, that's your only option. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so most people opt out or they quit halfway through French immersion. Um, so it's unfortunate. They should They should promote French. I mean, when you go to Europe and places like that, people speak three languages at least. Usually. Yeah, but I don't,
0: they don't speak – I find that most people claim that they speak, like, five language. They don't speak them all well. No. Probably two of those languages, they're very fluent, but the rest, they, they could save their lives. But it's not enough to build friendships and build rapport, you know, just
1: – You really have to use it.
0: That's what I don't like about learning a new language. I'm, like, I'm always intrigued and kind of enticed to learn, I don't know, French or Spanish because you go around, like, you see a friend talking to these ch- – t- um, chatting these um, – french chicks up or, or i mean it's <laughs> latino chicks up, and you feel like left out a little bit but i'm like there is no good reason for me to become a an now it's not a easy undertaking first of all and i tell i i really speak that language well so that the person who's talking to me mm-hmm. that language, they don't feel weird or they don't feel mm-hmm. that i'm actually a foreigner um
1: people appreciate when you speak yeah. at least a few words you
0: know, they appreciate it, but I will not feel I don't feel good about it. So, yeah, I be is, like I'm speaking three languages. I'm like I'm speaking probably two and so half, what you're telling me right now. is quarter. you
1: like Latino women?
0: I mean, yeah. who doesn't?
1: But, <laughs> well, I'm I'm married to one. Yeah, you're like, but
0: yep. um, <laughs> no, like I needed really really good reason to learn another language because I I like English. I mean, it's been my favorite language ever since I heard a few rap songs and then I really? would country songs yeah I was very little and my brother used to uh, was a college student and he had this big drive of um, hard drive of like English songs yeah obviously because like he was this
1: I think it's the most useful language in the student. world to be honest with you I mean <laughs> generally everywhere you go internationally, uh, yeah internationally if, if you don't speak the local language the next option is English yeah you know um,
0: and I find that there's a big difference especially um, in um english-speaking country between a person who speaks english and a person who's super fluent so that like they can't even tell the difference like um Hmm. i mean there's benefits to speaking really really good english yeah yeah but i just really like because some people say i like french because it's like romantic and it's like poetic (laughs) and stuff that's english for me i don't know what yeah yeah
1: yeah um And it's also, it's a language that's hard to learn because there's so much slang and there's silly stuff in the language like there, there, and there (laughs) means different things, you know. Uh, And and for some people, like, that confuses them. And then, like, what I'll do lately is I'll put, like, Spanish or Portuguese on the subtitles for my shows on Netflix or whatever just to kind of read along and see if I can pick up a word here and there. Mm -hmm. But I know enough now in Portuguese that I'm, like, talking to Adriana and stuff and I'll be like... That's not a good translation. I know what that word means. That's not what he did. Like, some guy will be like... He'll be like... Just like sigh in the show. And they'll be like... Merd. Which is shit. <laughs> it's like, he didn't say that. What the heck that, folks? Like, that's a terrible inscription uh, of that. But... Uh, yeah, no. I, I generally... I think that... Uh, I think it's good to learn a language. But it's also good to be in Toronto. Because you can use it. Right? Like... Yeah. Like... So right now... For my work, for example, there's a lot of French countries in Africa. I really want to learn Portuguese, but I, I, I've convinced my my work to potentially put me into some French lessons. And uh, oh, Uh-oh. we're gonna. Have to I cut. think I've lost touch. Oh my hands. Oh geez, we're gonna. We'll, no, we're alright. You can still. We can still um, chat after, and we'll, we'll have another another a pod chat podcast chat for in the sure. future. Um, I just need a new charger. But yeah, keep <laughs> going.
0: We still have some charge left. Yeah. And honestly, it's been a good run. How long is it like an hour and a half an hour and a an half, half like, yeah it's probably even <laughs> enough like, you can chop
1: that now. up have some good content there
0: what we should do But this is like this is what I'm gonna do for the foreseeable future and we're gonna have a lot more hangouts I mean I, yeah, I really sure. enjoy talking to you and like I'm learning a lot especially because you travel all around the world and you're a very well spoken eloquent person I like to hang around you but um, no <laughs> this seriously guy, this guy's uh, good for not, my ego yeah no. yeah but yeah, I mean, we're back on. But how long, however long you want to go. But
1: yeah, we'll, we'll probably cut. Wrap there this is like there, that, and that's what I'm trying to. Then I'll no eat my a- pizza. <laughs> I don't want to chew in people's ears yeah, through, if anybody ever listens to this someday.
0: Um, yeah, I'm trying to say is there's no absolutely no agenda, no like beginning or. Heart and it's just like we're chatting and i really enjoy sometimes i go back and listen to my conversation and i learned a lot and I oh, that's a the way you learn it's yeah. just
1: chatting with people like like i i love that's one thing i love like my so my work you know there's there's potential that some people retire and they said oh you know like you know potentially i might do like usa as a as a territory because like a lot 90 percent of our business is in america like there's a lot of business there we actually have three people handling the one country Versus, I handle the whole continent of Africa and Middle East, right? Which which is a lot to cover, but uh, I'm not really interested in, in dealing with the U.S. right now because I'm I'm having uh, a better time. Well, it's it's a better skill to learn international business in general because USA is just almost like being like a car salesman. Um, it's like keeping people happy and and talking specs. Yeah. You know? Versus here, internationally, you're dealing with ministries and and how the government works how they procure projects why they procure them why would they pick you how you you win through their processes of analyzing a bid things like that are are valuable skills that you only learn through doing it and And you better
0: do it while you're young and you still have the energy right
1: yeah most of the guys in the broadcast industry are like old as dirt (laughs) (laughs) they're like no seriously like the the, the guys on my team the great guys most of them are like sixty-five to seventy, which is past. Still retirement. working? Holy! Still working? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And people like still. Most really love their job. Oh, they generally do. Yeah, they generally do, and I and I I don't blame them because I I enjoy it, and I'm lucky that I've kind of fell backwards into this career because like coming from Nova Scotia, like I, I think I told you on our drive over that it's a defeatist mentality, right? Like it's a poor part of Canada, not poor like these countries we're talking about, but I it's know. like lack of opportunity right you're probably gonna get a, a 40k a year paying job and then your boss is gonna give you a pat on the back and an extra buck an hour after working for three five years you know like <laughs> they're gonna try to like squeeze you for everything you're worth and 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 you'll, you'll think to yourself like oh well you know this is as far as I'm gonna go, gonna go you know and it's, it's like you know it says what it is and you know cost of living is not too bad so I'll put up with this right but, like that's one thing I value in Toronto is like, yeah, it's expensive as hell, but it it pushes you to try to find ways to make more money and you know have a good career and and figure it out. you know, you may not like I don't have a I don't have the fancy education i I did two college courses, mm-hmm. you know, like I did a, a broadcasting course, which was like doing what we're doing right now, like recording content and good audio quality, and then uh, the other thing was electronics engineering technician program right because in canada there's three different levels you're an engineer you're a technologist or you're a technician so i was technically bottom of the barrel i'm just the guy that fixes the circuit boards and solder stuff you know like the the guy that gets a you know the grunt work almost um and then i was able to get into this company and saw they had a good product and a good good atmosphere and they rewarded hard work so i you know i would do the 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 testing of the equipment and improving it for shipment and then I went into customer service where I started doing more field work. And uh, you know, I've always had a customer service background. I worked in retail and Costco and, you know, a lot of, you know, managing people's expectations, keeping people happy, putting out fires. So then then they were like, Yeah, hey, you seem like you'd be good for sales. You know, that's a that's a teachable skill. Right. Mm. But the technical background's a hard thing to get. You can get a salesperson, but it's hard for them to understand a niche technology like in broadcasting like uh you know the broadcast industry right now there's what we call RF guys radio frequency guys mm-hmm. that know how to fix a transmitter uh you know those guys are all that age we talked about 65 70 and they're they're all retiring or dying sadly um, cuz you know nature um <laughs> but you know the, the young guys coming in and they're IT people cuz you know naturally the world is IT now yeah. so they don't know how to fix some of this stuff, you know. So it's a, it's a hard skill to come by when it's a young fella, you know. And trust me, they call me a young feller and they, they tease me and all that stuff. Young guys, old guys like to do that. The young guy on the team, they like to oh, sure. g- give you crap. They, li- they like it when you can you can take a teasing, you know. Yeah, uh,
0: some fresh blood, it's some new hazing stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you yeah, know, it, it, it's interesting and, you know, I'm sure there's lots of thoughts, uh, you know, lots of stuff I can learn from you and and everybody mm, like, like I don't know it. about that but I'd appreciate it yeah <laughs> I mean, man obviously. no absolutely like your background like I'm really interested to learn more about like your background and your country I mean I hope stuff.
0: things go well with, with all that's been going on I hope things go so well And I was talking to my yeah. mom on phone today and i very thankful for Bell to waive the charge like Uh, roaming charges to I'll call your mom back in the because we had no internet connection dang and so yeah I haven't been I I was in I couldn't connect for uh, two weeks now but I was talking to her and I was like yeah these stuff like blow away hopefully it does settle and um, there's a change for better I can take my friends with me I can bring my friends with me and I'll show them around there's a whole lot of stuff that I mean they're interested they're uh, curious people and I'm like I like those kind of people but yeah i'll 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 bring them over and i'll take care of them i'll show them around everything on me i mean it'll be a hell of a it was it'll be a slice trust me but we'll see
1: oh man i love it yeah Uh no it's it's one of those things like i i will go to most countries most countries are generally safe even when you see like travel advisories me and my boss talk about this all the time it's like that's for the stupid people that will go to any country and like they'll go to brazil and walk into the favela and just think nothing's going to happen to them. They're like, okay, we better put a warning. This country has some dangerous spots, you know. But if you're... Like
0: it's like going to like United States, best country in the world, proportionately, right? You go to Compton, uh, and you don't know anyone there. Yeah, no, what, I, 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 I've,
1: I've been there during the daytime one time. I drove through there by accident <laughs> with my wife. Uh, we had an Airbnb there. That's a, that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, I mean, like even when, when we were in Miami, there were some areas that were like, ugh. You know, this is, I don't feel too comfortable here, but when you're traveling, just like trust your instincts. Be like, I I don't feel safe. I'm getting out of here. I'm not gonna walk around here in the middle of the night, you know. And especially if you have a local person. Like if I came you, with you to Iran, I'd feel fairly safe. Yeah. I, I don't I don't genuinely feel unsafe in most countries. Like, but if you go somewhere where there's poverty and crime, and you don't and you know that, and you go around waving your wallet around or like mm. an idiot. Oh, well, that's on you.
0: Yeah, shit happens everywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. like if if I go to the... I'm not going to go around like in the Bronx with my iPhone walking <laughs> around, you know, like I don't have a fancy iPhone, a freaking old one, and I'll keep this until it dies. But, you know, people see the Apple logo in some poor places. Like we gave our, our, my mother-in-law her... She had this crappy Android phone. We gave her an iPhone that was an older model that we had upgraded from. Mm-hmm. And so that's something reliable you can call us on. All right. But I said, don't walk around with it. They asked she already had her bike stolen. She was Mm -hmm. walking around. Four young guys came out with guns and stole her bike. You know, my concern isn't them stealing her bike. It's like you'll see some snuff video that comes out of these countries where it's like a video camera of like some girl in a freaking convenience store. And they ask for the money. She gives her the money. They still shoot her in the face anyways. You know, like that stuff goes down there. And it's pretty wild. You know, that, you know we're so safe here we don't I mean stuff still happens in Toronto but it's generally
0: statistically very safe place
1: it's like I I could walk through Sherbourne in the middle of the night which is like yeah. crawling with crackheads and I don't think they would bother me generally <laughs> I don't think um, so. they might ask me for some money but they wouldn't like stab me
0: no you know? they're in their own world
1: yeah they're in the, oh yeah they're on planet Mars most of the time sadly that's a whole other thing but uh yeah I mean we're very blessed in this country to be so safe and you know, some people take it for granted. Sadly, right. But that's why I think travel is a good thing. That's that's why like it's good all these restrictions oh, are lifted, yeah, people point. get around. Yeah, yeah. You start getting some perspective. I mean, you don't generally in the touristy areas. Like if you're staying at a resort in most of these countries, you don't. You're
0: to the best place that a country that country that region has to offer. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a shitty thing. I mean, if it's a touristy spot, there's a reason people have been going there for a while. So yeah. No, you, but real experience comes from just authentic like. Yeah, like, like, I like, like, me, I went out to, went straight to Saskatchewan when I traveled. Like, that is also part of Canada. And that's, there's some flat realities about Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not all epicenter, like Toronto, CN Tower, all these fancy high rises and stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's, it's, it's something. That's for sure. I mean, it's a, it's a culture shock for a lot of people from Canada when they move, like, some parts of Canada, like, like, when I first moved here, I remember when I hit the 400 series highways, and I was like, holy crap.
0: This is huge, right? This is
1: a massive highway. Yeah. They're the maximum. Ma- maximum, they have a section in Dartmouth where you'll have, like, three or four lanes. Right. And that's only for a section, right? And mm-hmm. usually you just have two lanes, maximum on the highway. And it's right. like, holy crow. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I I, I think maybe we'll... we'll We'll wrap this up and I'll eat my pizza so I don't chew in yeah, people's right. ears. Um, but this was a good conversation, man. We yeah, should have it. some Appreciate more it. chats.
0: Yeah, hopefully. All right,
1: let's go up. <laughs> hopefully, it was it was informative. <laughs> no, hopefully, hopefully
0: we'll chat a little more. We get it. I'll <laughs> I'll fun. get to chat with you more. Thank I like you. it in
1: the near future. Very good.